What's that? How far along is she? How far along is she? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, by the way, I have that's full not dis- going to be the majority of this. Mistaken. <laughs> I take full liberty to edit and manipulate this video as much as I need. <laughs> I don't know if I can sign that. Hey, everybody. This is the What Are Your Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy George. And today we are discussing goal number 26, to pick a country blindfolded and go there. I've got with me two of my very good friends, Sebastian Flores and Nick Levitan, to talk a little bit more about this. Boys, welcome to the show and uh, thanks for being on the inaugural episode. Thank you, Jeremy George. It's great to be here, baby. All right. For, first question that I have. Are you sure that's the outfit you want to wear for this? <laughs> Dude, I, knew, I knew when I threw on the cardigan, I was going to get shit for it, but whatever. Anyway, for a little bit of background, three of us met at Zenefits where we all worked um, during the, uh, I would say the golden era, 2014 to 2017. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we've all, we all decided to stay in software sales for whatever reason. Nick is an enterprise AE at Zendesk now, been there for four years, which sounds like the easiest sales job I've ever heard of. <laughs> it, it is. What, is, what else did I, I, Nick is a multilingual world traveler um, and wow. uh, an all around oh, very mediocre soccer player. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sebastian is at Google. He's been there for four years as well. Just moved into international growth consultant, which sounds like a fake title, but congrats on that. Uh, and then also started his own company, Nito Spaces, which is uh, which is pretty neat. And um, Nick and I started on the same day as Zenefits, and then Sebastian started a few weeks later. So we've known each other for a while. Anything else that's important for me to mention about you guys? That I was the best performing rep during our three years together oh, at Zenefits. Lord. That is an absolute <laughs> lie. That I'm a real estate mogul. <laughs> that's what Nito Spaces does, just so you know. Both of those are lies, so I'm going to bleep <laughs> that shit out for sure. <laughs> I have heard him say, when we were in Austin, we met a girl, and you were like, I'm a real estate investor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she didn't go for it. Well, hey, let's, uh, let's get into it. The first question that I have for you guys is, um, I guess, going back to when I was talking about this idea with just like friends, and pretty much everyone thought I was crazy, right? I mean, it was the middle of the pandemic. Picking country blindfolded did not seem like a good idea at the time. And obviously we put some parameters around it. But when I went to you guys, you had the exact opposite reaction, which was like, fuck it, let's do it. So question number one, why did you say yes? You want to take this? You want me to go? I never say no to an opportunity to travel abroad. <laughs> That's true. It was an easy yes. That yeah, is very actually. true, actually. Yeah. And I, I kind of, for me personally, I was also on like a little bit of a journey of self-discovery at the time. I'd just recently broken up with my ex, was thinking a lot about my values. So I, I, one, I appreciated the, the idea of like the, the what a year project, like life journey, whatever it is. And then, uh, yeah, much like Nick, never turned down an opportunity to visit a new country. Free vaccination. True. Yeah. Free vaccination. A lot of COVID mm-hmm. testing though. That's true. Yeah. And um, I guess for a little bit of context, the first country we chose wasn't even uh, Costa Rica. No, um, actually, that video is very misleading on the website. It, it is. It is. <laughs> it, it's, oh, yeah, Costa Rica? 
<laughs> Steve asked, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I don't even remember what the first country was. Barbados. 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 Which, I mean, neither one of us, none of, none of the three of us have ever visited. And I'm always down to get a new stamp in my passport. Um, yeah, that would have been sick. Barbados. And then uh, we were kind of set on that for like a couple of days at least. And then we started doing research about uh, whether or not we could actually travel there without restrictions. Like, it all started from like, Let's find out if we can even fly there. What are the COVID uh, like precautions that you have to take? How often do you have to get tested? Right. Because a lot of countries were saying you can visit, but then you have to quarantine for, you know, 10 exactly. days or whatever. What it started out as was it, yes, how many days did we have to quarantine for? What it ended up as was, holy shit, a lot of these places, you have, they have curfews at like 8 p.m., which yeah. was not going to fly. Remember, there was the woman with the Airbnb in Barbados that told us that the rules changed and she right. she kept us well, away. Thank God for her. So two things happened. One, I broke my thumb snowboarding. So that ended up Oh, pushing. yeah. <laughs> so that thank ended up God pushing. that happened. <laughs> oh, my God. I get that 360. Yeah, uh-huh. I, had get, I had to get the 360. So I broke my thumb snowboarding. So that ended up pushing back our trip by a week or two. And if and that hadn't happened, we would have been so screwed. We would have flown to Barbados. Yeah, and we, we would have been, been fucked. Stuck there. And then, yeah. So the second thing that happened was two days before we were supposed to fly to Barbados, the Airbnb emails me. It's like, hey, just so you know, the prime minister is about to announce a full nationwide lockdown tomorrow. So like, you probably don't want to come. Thank God they're not money grubbing bastards like Nick. It's shocking. I would never have told him <laughs> not to come. Anyway. So then and we then, picked the country. My earlier point, just to close the loop on this whole yeah. story, if you, if you go on Jeremy's website, whatareyearproject.com, he's, he's compiled his, his whole list of projects and he has a little blurb about the experience. And then in the case of Costa Rica, I don't know if you're doing this for everyone, there's a little video. And you'll see within the first 30 seconds of the video, the three of us are on a Zoom call, much like we are right now. And it's a contrived scene of us pulling the, the name out of a hat said Costa Rica on it. When in reality, we went through like five different countries. We kept pulling them out of a hat and then researched all of them. None of them were going to fly. Nick was like softly and then kind of more aggressively pitching Costa Rica the whole time. I was. And so eventually we were like, okay, should we just go to Costa Rica? And then Jeremy was like, well... I think I kind of know where Costa Rica is in this little hat anyway. So let's at least just like do that. It has to be. <laughs> that's, that's the video of us. But hey, we made it. It's great. We made it. You found <laughs> Sebastian and I became <laughs> professional surfers. <laughs> it's terrific. Exactly. We're going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> Dude, don't bleep out all my fucking jokes. I know, I know. <clears throat> uh, I'm just going to bleep out anytime Nick speaks, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that is true that is true i will clarify one thing okay the the general sentiment behind the project was to pick a country blindfolded which we did do initially when we chose the whole thing we booked tickets we bought the whole fucking thing and we got to the point i remember we got on a call and the three of us were like damn it was december right or no it was january mid fucking winter both of you guys are stoked on going somewhere where there's a beach and we can just Mm. chill and so the three of us agreed. We're like, okay, we, we kind of went through the, the actual exercises from picking a place blindfolded. Hey, we didn't take Herzegovia out of the thing, did we? No, Bosnia, Bosnia was still was in. Still Bosnia was still but then, uh, But then, yeah, eventually we were just like, fuck it. We should, I think by the end, I had literally six different countries and it was like, 
Costa Rica, Mexico. It was like, no matter what I picked, it was going to be dope. Um, and that's how we landed on Costa Rica. We should just do this again in like five years. A hundred percent. I think we talked about that the, when the trip was over, I guess. We really should. Great. But would you guys be down to do it in, you know, post-COVID, actually pick a country from anywhere in the world? Would you do that? Absolutely. I'm yeah, really. I'm still going for it. I would yeah. do it, yeah. Well, maybe we remove Afghanistan. Yeah. Do we? Do we get to like? I think we should allow. There should be a little bit of a filter. One or two. And I say that because at the time of recording, the Taliban have just reclaimed the country and are putting it under Sharia or Islamic yeah. law. We'll probably. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll keep the uh, one of the requirements I had is the country had to be at least a level three or higher, like travel advisory, where level mm-hmm. four means there's terrorism or like a massive health crisis. Um, so. We probably won't do that. Okay, fair enough. But everything else. So uh, we we picked the country and we basically we picked Costa Rica and then within 48 hours, we were there. Yeah. So it was a very quick turnaround time. Um, like, we did do that. Yeah, because we canceled those tickets and we're like, well, we still have the same time off anyway. <laughs> yeah, the same vacation time. Like two days before we left. That's pretty baller that of us, actually. Yeah. That was cool. But so what were, in general, like, I guess just tell us a little bit more about the story. What were your favorite moments, biggest surprises, anything that really stood out? Uh, well, I mean, I guess we should start. I, we had, I personally, every time I go traveling, I just like, I like to just like find a cool place or maybe two and just like kind of nest in. And then Jeremy and Nick wanted to fucking do a whole world tour of Costa Rica. <laughs> like I, I agreed to it with my words, but <laughs> in spirit, I was planning to sabotage this the whole entire time. So yeah, somehow yeah. you won. I don't Thank know goodness we only happened. ended up in two cities for any significant amount of time, which were Monteverde and Tamarindo, the jewel of Costa Rica. Phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Phenomenal. Although I will say, so Monteverde is this, like place in the mountains. It's actually really beautiful. It was just raining the entire time. It was pretty cold. I had, I only, I had knew nothing about Costa Rica. I just assumed the whole place was like a, a beach playground. So I had packed no warm clothes. I don't think I even brought a jacket, mostly shorts. It was cold and rainy. It was cold and rainy. Um, and boring. And boring. Like how many days can you zip one? Uh, we did like go in there with the pretense that we were going to be working for a few days. That's true. And that That's was, true. it was useful for that, I guess. I will say the, um, uh, the hostel that we stayed at had a really dope view and we met some cool people there. And okay. We, we, we met Matt and Rob there. Yeah. We met Matt and Rob there. Oh shit. I forgot. That's where we met them. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, so that was, I mean, so that was clutch. And that's another, another common theme. Yeah. Another common theme was that's where we ran into flight attendants for the first time, which ended up being a very like interesting staple of our trip. I do have that fantasy though, you know? <laughs> like a big busty lady <laughs> comes down the aisle and out of nowhere Ooh. asks, that's really fucking funny i forgot about that anyway but uh so monteverde sucked ass except for one thing which i will say which was the fucking zip lines i i did zip lines once before and ass in costa rica those things were fucking incredible you're flying over this forest that part, that, that was actually my favorite day of the whole time we were in Monteverde. Oh, easily. It was yeah. the only interesting thing we did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. The zip line was sick. I mean, that, and that's what's so amazing about Costa Rica is how just lush everything is. Even with, like, we were wearing these ponchos. It was raining. 
I don't know if you guys remember, I had my stupid little cast, so I could only have a glove on one hand. So yeah. I'm like trying to GoPro it. And then my GoPro died with all of that. Still the zip lining was one of the best memories for sure. Yeah. Still a little surprised they let you do it. Given the fact that you had a broken hand and needed two hands to slow down. And I know <laughs> it's Costa Rica, <laughs> yeah. man. Um, you know, it's funny. I actually like, as we were, as we were leaving uh, Costa Rica, we actually created this whole document called Pura Vida Boys. Because that's, another, I don't know, for those who haven't been to Costa Rica, Pura Vida is, is, is the lifestyle. It's the way that people live there. Purely life. That's what it means. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Nick. Nick. Nick got called Spanish one time. And all this. Yeah, fucking Nick. Ash world traveler, bilingual. Oh, <laughs> you speak a little Hungarian too. That's true. Okay, so the, the I'll, I'll just get and read off the chapters. The first one is cha- flight attendants and wine bombs. The mayor of Tamarindo, Jay. Oh, God, his Instagram is savage. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so there are there are there are plenty of fun moments. Oh, we we played this game called Fuck the Bus. For those of you who haven't played, some, look it up. It's a fun game. Um, played a lot of pool. Played a lot of pool. Played a lot of pool. And Nick is really lucky that I had a broken hand. Otherwise, I would have kicked his ass. And, and so we'll see. If, if those who end up visiting Costa Rica and end up in Tamarindo, which is where we were staying, at the time you, you arrive there, it's probably going to be hundreds of people on the streets at all times. But when we were there, height of the pandemic, yeah. you ran the same fucking 10 people every day of the week. And so we actually made some pretty interesting friendships while we were there outside of Matt, Rob. You that's know, that's a really meeting cast of characters. Let's say right, the guy that just got out of jail that you were really telling me <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that the guy that was telling you about the gunshots? Yeah, or Nick, he was telling you one of you guys. It was the guy that I walked away with when the gunshots went off downtown. Uh, yeah. When everyone scattered, I uh, ran right. of the creepy guy. Yeah, and this is my mistake. Yeah, um, but we spent a lot of time on the beach. We spent a lot of time uh, getting drunk. We rented a car, which was awesome. It was manual. The car was fun. We were whipping around in that thing. Finding the headphone jack converter for the iPhone was a big moment. Oh, my God. Listen to our own music would have been devastating. Yeah. Jet ski. Jet skis. Jet skiing and uh, the yacht. I mean, the boat party. What a fun day. Your girl was completely blacked. Mm -hmm. Wasn't she? Probably. No, she got super fucked up. You had to take her home, right? Oh, I took her home and then I came back. That's what it was. Ah, that's actually, that's actually a very cool move. I really appreciate Why it. I drop you off. A weaker man would have just stayed at home with her. Oh, coming back out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, agreed. Oh, yeah, dude. I wasn't trying to stay home. It was, it was early. Let it never be said that Jeremy is not for the boys. Thank you. The- I appreciate no. that. Yeah, that was, a fun, that was a fun time. I can't believe she drove all the way out from San Jose. No, she took a bus out here. Man, that was crazy. But she was actually really, really sweet. Like, I really liked her as a person. I was just like, Jesus. You know, the thing I like about the Latin people is they're very fiery and passionate. Say yeah. what you want about everything else, but yeah. I thought I, she was I, pretty cool, I'm actually, in all fairness. I thought she was cool, too. Yeah. She just didn't think I was cool. Honestly, which, which she puts her in good company. company. <laughs> which makes me respect her more, actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The other, the other interesting factor in all of this was that I had recently just re- very recently broken up with my girlfriends. And... It's putting a very brave face on it, if I do say so myself. <laughs> so this was a, came at a very opportune time for me. Uh, didn't get laid while I was there. Actually, that's not true. I didn't get laid while you, while you we were there. I actually hooked up with a pretty hot girl from Vegas. <laughs> I mean, 
she she was hot on the outside. On the inside, she was cold and dead. I'll I'm gonna pull up a a pic. Actually, not. Yeah, your listeners, your listeners want to know. Jeremy, what were your favorite moments? Well, being there during COVID, um, I would say by the end of the trip, I had kind of forgotten that COVID existed. Like life was completely normal again, except that there were probably, you know, 15 to 30% of the actual people that would normally be in Tamarindo were there because no one was really traveling. Right. So for, for me, it was great. It was amazing. I just, it was so nice to just like be able to go out and do stuff and feel like a completely normal person again. So that was definitely one of my favorite things. And like, I also just enjoy the Pura Vida lifestyle. Um, I think Costa Rica is, to me, it reminded me a lot of a blend of like Mexico, Tulum, Cancun in terms of like scenery and lifestyle, uh, but also Hawaii in terms of just like that very chill laid back vibe. Did you guys know that Costa Rica does not have a military? So yeah, yeah we might've talked about that, but yeah. So I just think that there's a very sort of peaceful mindset. So love that. And then obviously, you know, all the stupid shit that we did. Yeah, exactly. Like what, 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 what do our listeners know about us as people? Like, obviously they know we drink. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably yeah. they know you're, they know that you were uh, single on this trip. Oh, yeah, they know that I was single. They don't know it was my birthday. So I, I have the notes for my birthday. Um, we went to this place for the first hostel we stayed at when we were in Tamarindo fucking awesome right on the beach and then they had this restaurant underneath called salad agua and they have this fried snapper there that was fucking incredible i would, I would <laughs> every day the hamburger also was exactly delicious. there's a there's a, some falsehood in here about me puking in my mouth from warm whiskey mid-sentence you did <laughs> you did that's 100 percent true uh yeah um Bianca didn't call me to wish me a happy birthday, which I, oh, that, that shit hurt. That's I, rough. I honestly expected a call from her. You I said, you I said, said, you put that idea in my head. You said she was going to call I me. thought she was a good person. Ah. The other note from here is Seabass accidentally borrows money from a crazy redhead. Then she screams at me the next day in the middle of the street. Oh. I forgot about that. So the girl comes over to Sebastian and out of nowhere starts screaming about like $7. If that whatever either way this girl fucking loses it i immediately go towards sebastian to try to help and jg just turns and scurries away <laughs> yeah doesn't provide any help to the boys at all. Uh, then that same night i spiked my phone into the ground which no you fell and landed on the phone i thought yeah i remember i was running back to that girl barbara which, right who stayed the night in my uh, in my in my bed but i was bleeding all over because i fell i remember coming back and you guys were on the hammock together. Right. And I could tell if this doesn't go anywhere soon. You kind of overstayed your welcome. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's fun times. And then after that, we, we, we transferred hotels. We stayed at this Airbnb that had like a ton of bees in it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what? I forgot about the bees. It was gross. It was disgusting. <clears throat> I, I would say... I would say that first hostel, the Casa Auda, that yeah. place was my favorite, hands down. Better than the Four Seasons Costa Rica? Are I mean, you- that's a very good point. I met in Tamarindo. Uh, Four okay. Seasons was a completely separate part. It was almost a different trip. Yeah, maybe for, maybe for the listeners, we can give them a little bit of... A yeah, let's talk about... What happened there. For all of you that can't afford to stay at the Four Seasons, <laughs> which is probably most of you if you're friends with Jeremy, which frankly, 
kind of includes us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. We were uh, stretching our budget there, let's say. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, Nick was the one that pushed this. Nick, Nick planted the seed. At the ringleader. Of this. Oh, I wanted to do it so bad. But you also said that one of your best friends stayed there. Oh, you said it was like the most incredible it. place yeah. on earth. And it was yes. the most incredible place on earth. And also that's made sad. interesting by the fact that it was empty because of COVID. Completely empty. We had yeah. the whole resort to ourselves, more or less. Yeah. It ended up being very mellow as opposed to something else. Yeah. But mellow. Which was we nice. actually needed a little break our shenanigans i think my favorite part of the entire trip was when we went back to the room after dinner at the four seasons and so joints for like three hours yeah it was, it was truly magical on in like a, a double peninsula kind of like there's like two beaches oh. on either side of this yep. like yep. Great where the where the hotel is and they have golf carts that drive you everywhere at your best you don't even have you, they're just constantly driving it's insane would you like another pina colada Yes, I would. <laughs> would it would it have been better if there were more people there, or was it better that we were completely alone? It would have been totally different. I mean, one of those beaches I had entirely to myself for yeah. four hours. Yeah, yeah, that was unbelievable. And I think for sort of the purpose that that part of the trip, like when we're in Tamarindo, we're trying to get out, we're being social, hanging out with people, whatever. I feel like the Four Seasons part was a much more just like isolated, pensive, pleasant part of the trip. So for me, being able to go to the beach, get one of those big ass cabanas all to myself, have a guy serve me drinks and just like read my book. was perfect. It was cool. It was worth every fucking penny. Especially every, every, one, of those, every one of those 400,000 <laughs> pennies. <laughs> uh, two part question. Do you know how many countries you've visited and where would Costa Rica rank on that list? Ooh, I've been to like somewhere around 40, not wow. counting airports and not counting visa runs. Yeah. I list one of all the girls I've hooked up with and one of all the countries. <laughs> so the country list is obviously 10 times longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is saying something because it's only 10 countries long. Now, uh, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 18. Pretty good. 18. I love Vietnam. Love Colombia. Dude, yeah. Netherlands is fucking dope. I mean, Hungary is great. Spain is awesome. But Costa Rica ranks with, definitely within that top tier, I would yeah. say. You said something earlier, Jeremy, which kind of always sticks with me the, about Pura Vida. It's, it's not all, all the time, but it's like really their mindset. And yeah. everyone was so friendly. Kind. We didn't meet a single person trying to rip us off or take advantage of us yeah. or anyone who was unkind no and, and and unlike most like countries where the, there's like a big disparity in wealth and even find a lot of like like people that were asking for money pedo or yeah. everyone just seemed to just be living their life and like that's really interesting the world would provide for them and it has in a lot of ways everyone like it, it's not just a, a thing that they say i was in cartagena two months ago and i couldn't walk a single block and i'm not exaggerating without two or three people trying to sell me coke or hookers, yeah. or yeah. some other thing that I don't want to buy. We didn't have that in Tamarindo at all. Not, I can't remember. No. For what it's worth, there was that other, there was that other town that people were telling us to go to, where apparently that there is the coke and hookers lifestyle. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? There's Aco. some other city. Aco, Aco, Aco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think yeah. Tamarindo was very unique, and I think it was a perfect idea for us to stay there. Back to my the very first part of the stories. We we didn't Fucking go with Sebastian. We got to Tamarindo and I was, I like to think that I was instrumental in making that. You happen. were. 
you were. I did not want to leave. And I'm glad. I mean, I would say basically all three of us had one win, which was Sebastian was like, I don't actually want to travel around Costa Rica. And somehow you made that happen. Nick needed to make four seasons happen. He made that happen. And for me, I just wanted to make this trip happen. And we made that happen. So everyone got a, got a little win. Every squirrel got their nut. <laughs> uh, you love to hear it. All I, all I can say was like, uh, of everything that happened during COVID, I mean, I, the pandemic was very good to me, honestly. <laughs> bought a house, bought two houses, had a great time, spent a lot of time by myself, saved some money. But this trip was, will be like one of the, the fondest memory of that entire period. A lot of good things happened. Love to hear it. So the last question I do want to end with is, what is something that is on your guys's bucket list? Mm. Uh, I can give like a, 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 a bullshit. Uh, well, I mean, one of the things that I really want to do. Yeah. How security was. One, 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 one crass one is, uh, and I talked, I've actually talked about this with Nick before, is I've always wanted to hook up with like a bartender, like that is serving <laughs> me drinks. Um, it's like one of those like things that I feel like would just be, it's like very James Bond-esque, you know, mm. it's like, mm. anyway, one day. I'm actually surprised you haven't hooked up with a bartender. Me too. A bartender at the bar that I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Not like a not like a girl who just happens to be a bartender. Be bartender. Yeah, 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 like yeah. when do you get off? Let's go. Yeah. Like the one you did in Mexico. Yeah, I've done it. I did it once. Uh what do you what do you got? On All yours? right, Nick. Yeah, what do you got? Um I, every time I travel, and I think part of the reason that I travel is because I get that feeling that I am excited to be alive more so than when I'm at home. Mm-hmm. And that feeling is really valuable. And every time That's I have real. it, it makes me want to go and write about whatever caused the feeling. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time I do, but it's in a journal that only I ever see. I think if I'm being sincere, one of the things I want to do in my life is take a lot of those moments and put it somehow into something that's shared and not just for me. Like what you're doing with your, what are your project? Honestly. Yeah. Similar. He's, what? he's, he's just, he's just biting your idea. <laughs> no, but yeah, the same, a- but no videos. <laughs> 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 On a more serious note, the actual thing that I want to do is no like, evidence. at some point is it's just live in a Spanish speaking country and get my Spanish to like, Oh yeah. Fluency. And I, I'll do that at some point. I'm hoping within the next five years. That that. That's the plan. Nick, why, um, I guess, why, why have you not done this before? I've never really seen the need or had the desire to share sure. all the things that I'm writing. It's just but been, you do, you, do you actually like document stuff after your trips? I've journals for 15 years. Nice. I love that. And it's my biggest tool for happiness, I would say. Yeah, that's Both it. Reading and rereading. Mm. All my problems are cyclical. So when you go back and you're like, oh, I fucking handled that already once upon a time. Right, right. It's super easy to deal with shit. Yeah, I... I were that me, I'd be like, damn, I can't believe I keep falling for the same shit over and over. <laughs> what's, uh, what's up now, JG? What are you doing? Uh, the business is making a couple hundred bucks a month. So I need a, I need a fucking job. Uh, yeah. some income. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. How many of the 52 did you accomplish? I did 32. Damn. That's pretty fucking That's nice. fucking huge. I did all right. Yeah. Six, a- like 61%, something like that. Yeah, and with a broken thumb for a large portion of that. Dude, that was my biggest bummer about this trip was I couldn't go surfing with you guys. I couldn't drive a jet ski. I couldn't drive the ATVs like, and I still had a great time, but I just imagine like, man, if I didn't have a broken thumb, my God, this would have been the most epic trip. What? 
he eventually got. You were scared to get in the water the first week. That sucks. This is why oh, you don't yeah. listen to doctors. They're obviously trying to keep you well, but like they, sometimes yeah. they take things a little too far. That sounds like Jay. <laughs> the earth is flat. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. The only time I actually got in the water was on the uh, catamaran when I jumped in. Mm. Well, JG. Damn. Sounds like you had a hell of a year, man. What a yeah, fucking thanks. year. Yeah. What a fucking year. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Yes. Well, before we get cut off, I just want to say thank you one more time. I'll send you guys the uh, I'll send you guys the draft before I pu- push it out. Love to hear that. Fun right, stuff. Boys. Much I love, brother. Good luck on Saturday. Later, man. Bye. Bye.